0: Welcome to the Two S E R Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess.
1: Morning, Andrew. Hey, Tess. How are you? I'm. you. Very
0: well. Very well.
1: So last week, uh, you you gave us what if cats disappeared from the world, and all week I've been getting my mum to text me pictures of my cat to make sure that she <laughs> is in fact still in the world. Uh, so what are we talking about this week?
0: <laughs> um, something a little bit more pleasant. Okay, good. Yeah, cats cats are still around. I woke I woke to a cat on my chest. This morning, um, <laughs> wanting food.
1: It's the best way.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so today I have brought you Alison Evans' Highway Bodies. Okay. Uh, so Highway Bodies, it's a sophomore effort from the Victorian writer. Uh, their debut novel, Ida, won the Victorian Premier's People's Choice Award, and it introduced us to Evans' distinctive voice. Ida explored the world of a teenager who could shift between parallel universes So it was this brilliant conceit for exploring the challenges of knowing who you are growing up, and it allowed Evans to discuss issues of sexuality, gender identity, and then those sort of social expectations of self and conforming. So, Highway Bodies is Evan's follow-up. And so, when when I teased this this for you last week, Tess, I told you that Highway Bodies is a zombie story.
1: You did. Mm. I remember that very clearly.
0: But it it occurs to me now that that's only part of the picture, or perhaps a better way to think of it. uh, It's the frame holding the picture that is Highway Bodies. So, when we use descriptors like zombie story, what we're really saying is that, say, zombies are an unignorable feature in the course of the
1: book. They're in the world, but it's not the core of the story.
0: I mean, it, well, let's let's explore that. So it's, it's sort of it's not dissimilar to saying uh, saying a romance, which this is also, or a road trip, okay. also also highway bodies. These descriptions work as genre, but they also decide aspects of the narrative, say falling in love, taking a long surprising trip, and loved ones becoming the undead. Oh, good. Again, all features of Highway Bodies, so however you want to describe it. But if we take these descriptors as the whole story, if we think we know a story because we can recognise some of its features, well, then we run the very real risk that we will miss out on what the narrative truly has to offer. Highway Bodies moves the reader through shifting perspectives, as alternating paragraphs tell the stories of groups of teens as they awaken to the growing apocalypse set in and around rural areas of Victoria, not far from Melbourne. We meet the young woman who is forced to kill her whole family after her father is one of the first to turn. There are the twins who feel they're safe until their mother, a nurse, is called up to assist with the outbreak, as well as the band who have travelled to an isolated cabin to practise and to write, but must return when the power and the network suddenly turn off. As I mentioned in my introduction, the zombie apocalypse is sort of a frame for the story. Zombie stories can be terrible. <laughs> Graphic novels like The Walking Dead, however, have shown us that they can be brilliant. True. Rarely does this come down to whether you are reading about shuffling versus fast zombies, and it's unlikely to hinge on whether the virus spawned from a monkey bite or a demonic tree. Rather, the ensemble of characters will make the story as we travel round with them, panicking at every turn of the page that they might be the next one to get the bite. Evan's characters are all gender-fluid, queer, or non-binary. We enter the narrative... Well, sorry, the main characters are. There are a range of characters that we meet along the way. We enter the narrative with them living lives that are already sort of on alert uh, to how they're going to be received by their peers and their contemporaries. So when the zombie apocalypse bleeds out across the countryside, they almost face the impact it has not only on their survival, but on how they live and the ways that they construct their identity. And so here's the genius of Evan's book, as they explore issues of community and the online world. One of the first signs of the zombie apocalypse is when all the networks shut down. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which I just thought was brilliant.
1: It makes sense. Mm.
0: So for many of the characters, they find themselves shut off off from a world and connections that provided them with community, uh, people to talk to, people to identify with, and that, that helped them understand themselves in a way that their straight cis families and schools maybe couldn't. Uh, Evans also explores issues of body image and gender-conforming. As the characters go on the run, they're unable to do a lot of the daily things. So they uh, may not necessarily be able to shave uh, in a certain way or dress in a certain way. And when these characters meet other survivors, they're frequently misgendered. Gender pronouns are also discussed throughout. Um, So uh, one of the twins identifies with um, they-them pronouns and... Because we have, you know, they're twins, we have this sort of mirror images. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. And so uh, these are all, these are kind of touchstones for identity uh, within the groups. And one character, uh, there's even a, gra- a great scene where one character wonders how to refer to the shambling corpse that's coming <laughs> towards them. Do, do zombies still have gender?
1: That's a good question.
0: There are so many great questions. I, I couldn't, I could go on forever with how real. Evan's zombie apocalypse is, things like when they've stolen a car and they're running low on petrol, a character asking another character, how do petrol stations even work? You know, if the power's out, can we get petrol? And I was like, I don't even know that.
1: Yeah, I don't know that either. I'm thinking about it now.
0: I don't think you can. We're not preppers, obviously. We're not the sort of people that are already... So each of each of these questions, though, it's part of the character's arc, and it's made more urgent by the fact that these questions must be confronted while in a battle for their lives. There's also plenty of gore and jump scares to keep the zombie fans turning pages. Evans has a marvellous sense of what's important in a speculative fiction scenario and keeping, uh, and keeping us, the non-zombified reader, guessing. Uh, this is a great story. If you think about a, a zombie story, you're really just deciding to choose or, or hone in on a few people who are survivors and they can be anyone they could be any segment of society and that's really the story you're telling you're telling the story of some people who survived and what that then means to them so Highway Bodies, it's definitely a novel to explore if you're not sure about the zombie aspect I'll return you to my challenge at the beginning of our chat, the zombies are the frame and the story is in the characters and it's evidence characters that never fail to challenge and intrigue
1: but it's one of those things as well. You uh, even if you don't normally read zombie books, it's fun to read one once in a while. So you might as well put this one on the list.
0: I yeah definitely. I zombie books are one of those things where, especially if you've watched say any of the TV series, like if you watch The Walking Dead or if you're f- familiar with um, the Evil Dead type novels, you might think, well, it's such a visual narrative. How can it work? And again, I, I think it fails to grasp that a good zombie. Film, is not so much about the zombies as the people that survive, and I mean there is a great line in the graphic novels uh, for The Walking Dead where it's the final final panel, and it's this great splash page of I have forgotten the the main character, the sheriff's name, but Rick. Rick, yeah, R- Rick. where Rick is he sort of proclaims, "We are the Walking Dead," in this <laughs> oh. in the sense that. Um, if, the zombie, if the zombie virus is all pervasive, it means that at any point when one of them dies, they will become one of the undead. So they are the walking dead. Very, very much a zombie uh, apocalypse is exploring the idea of this is where the, the, these are the shoulders that humanity rests on. So these people are, are us at our best, at our worst.
1: Oh, deep for a zombie novel. Super
0: deep. I think that's what the, the best <laughs> ones can be. So get out and read Alison Evans' Highway Bodies.
1: What are we looking at next week?
0: Okay, so next week we're going to explore. We might we might take it in a different direction. Okay. Uh, we've got Graham Simpson's "The Rosy Result. So people that have been following Graham Simpson's, uh, this is the third and final in the in the story uh, the, uh, that began with the Rosy Project. And it is a, fans will know what a fantastic offering this is going to be.
1: Looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Andrew. See you then, Tess.
0: You've been listening to the Two Ser Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week. If you want more books, you can tune in to Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.